Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show. We welcome the boys of Top Tire, uh, the Miami punk band. It wants to put punk. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show. This is for the week of February 14th. We welcome the boys of Top Tire. The boys based right here in Miami, Florida, want to put the 305 in the punk rock map. This and a whole lot more coming up next. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, it's another episode of The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again for the support and love. This week, we welcome Top Tire, the band based out of Miami, Florida. And they are on a, they're on a, a mission, and that's to put punk on the... Uh, uh, bring it down here to Miami, Florida And give them some more love and stream uh, Some more of the music uh, Globally You know, we we've been, we are home to some punk band Including uh, Newfound Glory Not specifically from Miami, Florida But not too far from here In the Broward County area And uh, Top Tire wants to keep that going Putting Miami on the map When it comes to punk uh, So Top Tire Speaks to us about their latest music, what they did. In fact, we go back to the holidays where they released some really funky, uh, funny uh, music. And, of course, their latest single, Over It. So we'll talk to uh, Top Tire and just a few here on the program. With that said, I'd like to give some thanks to some of our uh, sponsors, our good friends uh, at Ball Wash. Head on over to BallWash.com. You hear me talk about it all the time here in the program. Ball wash with soap really is essential, especially right now we're celebrating the uh, Valentine's Day weekend. And what an appropriate time it is, gentlemen, uh, to wash your balls accordingly. Um, this uh, shampoo or this soap uh, is meant for us men to have our jewels smelling really, really good. So get the funk off your junk and enjoy Ball Wash. Head over to BallWash.com. Also, you're going to talk about it all the time. Fusion CBD. That's Fusion CBD. You can find it at FusionCBDProducts.com. If you wake up with any ailments, any injuries, or well, not, not, not specifically injuries, but any pain in your body, uh, Fusion CBD helps support those uh, little bumps and bruises uh, to really decrease so head on over to FusionCBDProducts.com and purchase your product today. I use it myself. I can see the results. I've been having a lot of shoulder pain, and I got to tell you, it's been helping out a lot. FusionCBDProducts.com is the website. And lastly, Manscaped. Ooh, Manscaped. If you want to shave the boys down there or hell anywhere in your body part, really, Except for your hair. Uh, Manscaped is it. You got to use Manscaped. It's a lawnmower that works very, very well. Uh, leaves no mess. Leaves no cuts. Manscaped.com is the website. Head on over now. Manscaped.com. And tell them that the Roman show sent you. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Uh, we welcome Matt in just a few as uh, the band is releasing their debut album in April. The Fallen Pillars. We spoke to Matt about 
their upcoming debut album and the single that's out available right now, The Fallen Pillars, and we'll get them on the show in just a few. But in the meantime, let me take a sip of my coffee here as I record this in the morning, Sunday, you know, taking full advantage that uh, it's quiet here uh, after a, a great, wonderful fight card from the UFC last night. And uh, I have to say, uh, Kamaro Usman uh, has proven himself that the guy is a, do- a dominant force in the welterweight division. Uh, it was it was discussed yesterday as far as who would bring down the crown, the king, in this division. And, and honestly, the only person there, no, I, I don't even know if there is a person because he's defeated pretty much the top guns in that division, if you really think about it. Jorge Masvidal was one of them. Uh, Colby Covington, uh, Gilbert uh, Burns, who he defeated this past uh, Saturday, and and looking back, Gilbert Burns did give him a a little run for his money. He did tag him in the beginning of the first round, injuring or or at least having uh, Kamaru Usman feel the wrath. But either way, Kamaru Usman just came back and. Took over after that, took took took, took back the wheel uh, to his hands, and just drove the, uh, the the vehicle from there on to hold on to his crown. But style styles wise, Kamaru styles wise, Kamaru Usman, there's no doubt he's a complete fighter. Gilbert Burns is a top dog when it comes to uh, the groundwork and the jujitsu and the grappling. And there was no doubt that Kamara Usman, that was no match for him. Striking-wise, crisp. And Dana White, UFC president, stated that there is no doubt in his mind that Kamara Usman would pass Georgia St. Pierre as the most dominant welterweight of all time. And think about this. Kamara Usman is undefeated. Undefeated. In the UFC, or sorry, he's third. He has thirteen consecutive UFC victories. Thirteen. The only other person that comes close is Anderson Silva, who had sixteen. Kamaru Usman's for only loss defeat came at the hands of. Uh, Jose Caceres down here from Miami, Florida uh, in uh, CFA, (laughs) believe it or not. I I was there. It's the only loss that he's had in his entire record. The rest are all victories uh, and and undefeated in the the UFC. That's just unheard of. Some of the other guys that include Holloway Johnson, uh, John Jones, Habib Nurmagomedov, Georgia St. Pierre, and Tony Ferguson. So there's no doubt in my mind that this guy is going to surpass that 13 consecutive victory, and hell, he might even pass Anderson Silva. Kamaru Usman uh, is still in his prime. 33 years old. I mean, he still has some time in his career here. Definitely could pass the uh, 16 consecutive winning streak held by Anderson Silva. There's no doubt in my mind. So Kamaru Usman called out George Masvidal. 
It's been talked that they've been wanting to do that match here in Miami, Florida, AAA, where we do allow fans to a minimum, of course. And, you know, I, I can see it attracting a lot of people. Uh, well, as much as it's allowed uh, in the stadium or in the arena. And let's make it happen. Again, other than Kobe Covington and, and George's Mass Vidal, there really isn't a, a powerful force uh, in the welterweight division. And to the to the excuse of Jorge Masvidal, he took that fight on Fight Island last year on a six-day notice. And Masvidal did not have a full training cap. He, he wasn't able to really sit back and, 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 and really come up with a game plan. He just got in there and fought. Kudos to him. So how different would Jorge Masvidal be if he were to get inside the cage with Kamaru Usman this time around with a full camp. We would have to wait and see. But that's the only fight that I can think of. And I think Kamaru Usman moving up uh, or even how even moving down. Uh, this is this is his division. I, I don't I don't see him doing either or he is the king of the welterweight division. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, I would like to see something that is kind of enticing is Kobe Covington versus George Masvidal, now, knowing that they have that that history. See, I, I'm a proponent of watching those two go at it. And the winner of that then gets a shot at Kamara Usman. But Kamara already is convinced that he wants Street Jesus. One-on-one. -on -one. Let's wait and see. It seems like it's, it, it might happen. There is no other fight. It is a blockbuster fight, in my opinion. Both people draw money. George Masvidal, of course, uh, drew a lot of money when he fought Diaz. So I'm sure that putting Amaru and Masvidal will bring in some cash and some attention to the UFC. And again, Miami, Florida. Actually, Kamaru Usman trained here in South Florida. And obviously, Masvidal is from Miami. So it'd be quite interesting. Hopefully it happens and it happens in the AAA. We'll love to be out there uh, and check it out with my very own eyes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward. Um, lots to talk about uh, as far as what's going on uh, in the world uh, of pro wrestling. Uh, but before we get into that, let's talk some music here. Uh, Butcher Babies released a new single, uh, Yorktown. And I'm sure if you guys have not had an opportunity, but it seems that they're heading in a different direction uh, musically, that they're not doing a lot of the screaming or the the, the metal chorus uh, type of sound. They have a more melodic tune now, more than ever, more than ever. And in this song, uh, features guest guitarist Andy James, the Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, he produced and co-wrote uh, by this song was actually uh, produced and co-wrote by Matt Good from first to last. Not too long ago, they released "Bottom of a Bottle" and "Sleeping with the Enemy," which are also available now. Now, Carla Har Harvey, uh, the one of the band singer, uh, was interviewed and asked about this Yorktown and said, "When what the hell is Yorktown?" You ask. Well, it's our very own little Gotham, a world we've created within. Two vamps patrol the city at night while stalking each other like prey. The magic happens when our two anti-heroines 
form an alliance to defeat the seedy Yorktown underbelly. So they took a different route. Uh, I understand they, they just filmed the video. Looking forward to that. Very uh, comic-ish. Uh, so Butcher Baby's really being creative during this pandemic and their music. Again, a whole lot different uh, from what we are used to or accustomed to. But nonetheless, very appreciative of Butcher Baby's music. Mm. Very, um, very entertaining ladies uh, with their band Butcher Babies. And hopefully one day, hopefully one day we will get to see them on the road and perform. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now we are going to welcome the boys of Top Tire. Uh, they uh, have their latest uh, single over it available right now on your favorite streaming site, Top Tire. Coming up next, right here on The Roman Show. All right, welcome back to The Roman Show. And uh, it's always a, lot, a big, huge pleasure and honor to always feature a band down here where I'm from, in Miami, Florida. Uh, because when you think of Miami... There's a couple of bands that come out of here, so when I hear of one, I am always excited to have one. And this one in particular is a, is a pop, pop punk band uh, out of Miami, Florida. I'm talking about Top Tire, and vocalist Chris Demez is joining us right now on the program. Chris, thanks so much for your time, man. You know, thank you so much for having me, man. Dude, I, I can't remember the last time that uh, a strong punk band uh, like yourselves. Uh, from Miami, I mean, the, the closest thing I can think of is Newfound Glory, but they're not really technically from Miami. They're they're really more from the Broward County area, but yeah, we're all the same. Coral thing. Springs, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, but you you guys are definitely, uh, I would say, probably fitting that bill properly. Your new single is out over it, uh, really taking it back to that old school. I sound old, but uh, that old school punk band style of the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. So congrats on that. So Top Tire, you, you released this new... First, let's talk about Over It. And I know you guys had a little festive feeling. You even released a little holiday tune, uh, to say the least, although the holidays are over. But hell, we're in a pandemic. If we listen to holiday music, it might cheer us up. But talk about a little bit about Over It before we get uh, to get the things going out here. Well, uh, Over It was actually a song that Felix and I, Felix, uh, you watch her videos, uh, Beautiful, long, luscious hair, long beard. He's our, our home Viking, uh, <laughs> resident Viking. That was one of the first songs we wrote uh, when we came together about three years back. And uh, it just started with some uh, some ramblings I had in a notebook. And uh, Felix and I just kind of put a guitarist together and uh, wrote a little demo. And, and fun fact, uh, that original demo... Uh, the video of us performing that is sitting in some dormant Facebook group that like we don't even use anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all that aside, no, it's, uh, we decided to revisit some of our older songs ever since we started working with our label Apocalypse Records. Uh, you know, just uh, to bring some of the uh, our better songs that we never had an opportunity to use back to life. And, um, you know, we were, we were in the studio and uh, we kind of just found that the the lyrics and the song you're writing kind of just fit hand in hand and you know we figured why why let something you know collect dust and not get to good use so 
uh, you know, we put pen to paper, went back to the drawing board and came out with that. Well, you definitely have, uh, you're doing a great job there of putting Miami on the map. Some of your uh, featured art for the singles. Shout out to, to the Miami Beach entrance and the 826 or famed 826 that's still under construction. I don't know what the hell it's going to stop. But yeah, you guys definitely put Miami on the spot with all these little things. Uh, what else do you have in mind? I know you guys are working on some new stuff. You guys gonna plan plan out and put maybe something from uh, like Versailles or something like that on some of the covers, <laughs> or the or the or the, or the, or the or... get that collaboration with Video <laughs> or like Isla Canaria. Yeah, like, or, I'm all there, bro. Or that chick. What is it? The top tier dog. <laughs> or the the what is it, that 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 rooster they have? They they, they stole. <laughs> you know the roosters they got on Eighth Street. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. The thing's probably stolen. Um, but uh, we uh. You know, with the with the state of this and pandemic and how everything is right now, it's uh, game plan is just to keep hash, you know, keep backstocking songs, stockpiling media, and you know, putting out timely releases. Because uh, you know, until we get that vaccine rolling, until we can deem shows safe again, you know, uh, like every other artist, we got to do what we got to do to get by. You know. So tell me a little bit about how you guys get started and, and some of the the bands that that you guys grew up uh, tuning into. Uh, well, it's funny because you, you're mentioning Newfound Glory, but uh, a couple of Felix's big influences uh, are Newfound Glory, Blink-182. Um, I, I grew up in the early 2000s, so I grew up on the likes of, you know, Yellow Card, My Chemical Romance, and Fall Out Boy. Um, my favorite band to date is Green Day, so, mm. you know, uh, we, we, we take everything that we love and just put our own little twist on it, you know, uh, you know, it's what we grew up loving and playing, and you know, truth be told, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's still what I love doing, man. Um, you know, uh, I went to the Warp Tour for most summers. I was always exposed to, uh, you know, bands in the pop punk scene. Um, you know, a day to remember and some forty one simple plan. I mean, I, I can keep on going, but uh, you know, these were all bands that are very true to our hearts, and uh, you know, it's just what we love playing. So, being from Miami, do, do you get any inspiration in, in, in the lyrics living in this area? I, you know, I was, I was not too long ago. I was just going down a rabbit hole uh, of punk bands from Miami, and believe it or not, there is a lot back like in the early nineties. Um, oh yeah, I, I'm not too well versed in it, but I hear so many great stories of yeah uh, how bands got their starting out, and like especially in Churchill's man. You know, it's uh <laughs> you know the a rough place people beat it out but it's uh you know one of my favorite venues to keep playing to date but uh you know um, there's a lot of history behind the, the punk scene here in miami but you know uh we just enjoy doing what we do and kept it diy for a good while until we uh got signed up with uh with our record our record label apocalypse records and it uh you know gave us the opportunity to start a using some resources and getting our music out there and continue doing what we love. So you guys started the band about four years ago, and for the most part, you've always been the same guys or you've had your hiccups along the way? Uh, no, we've, uh, you know, uh, uh, for the most part, we maintained uh, the same lineup that we've gone with. Um, and, you know, what I, what I love about this band more than anything is that we're a brotherhood. And I, I know you hear a lot of bands say that, but I can say tried and true that you know, like, just like all of the bros, you know, we're knuckleheads that we like to screw around and, you know, mess around. But, uh, 
you know, we push each other. We uh, we're each other's best friends, man. You know, uh, hell, I, I didn't have any brothers growing up. I had an older, I have an older sister, but I think I low key wanted brothers, and I got that out of these guys. So, you know, we uh, <laughs> I I think there's this thing that bands have like the four year test or something that if a band lasts more than four years uh, without any issues, then it's just meant to be, and something can come out of it. So, but, uh, no, so how did you guys? Friend. How did you guys meet? Did you guys go all go to school? Did you guys live in the same neighborhood? How did the band start itself? Well, the band went uh, before um, top tier. We went by a different lineup called Heroes and Traders that lasted all of <laughs> two shows. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it was during the time that that band was active. I was just picked up to uh, just play bass because um, my my start here in the music scene was uh, by doing photography. And, uh, you know, a buddy of ours had uh, asked me to come on board and play bass for this project. And within two shows, you know, it all started crumbling. But, oh, uh, what do you call it? He uh, was making some recommendations for some other people to audition. And along the way, uh, that's when Felix came in. Uh, he was a good buddy of, uh, of another person who was in this project. They had uh, met at Miami Dade College in a music business class. And it was at a rehearsal that... Felix came in prepared, knowing all the songs that we knew at the time, and uh, it gelled perfectly. Uh, B. Ryan and I, our drummer, uh, are the are still original members of uh, Heroes and Traders that eventually became top tier. And uh, Nico, who was the elf in the <laughs> Christmas video that we just put out, is uh, Felix's little brother. So, um, you know, we've been we're a tight knit group of pals and. Uh, uh, and I can genuinely say, I wish you were on the call right now, but Felix is hands down like my, you know, my best freaking friend, right hand man. I wouldn't want to be writing music to anyone else but him. And B. Rai is, I'll put it this way, he's a drummer, and the only drummer I know here in South Florida, South Florida, or most drummers for the matter, that are in just one band. That is awesome, man. <laughs> that is awesome. So 2020 was, uh, of course, you know. We're always gonna hear about this uh, this year for many many years, and I don't think twenty twenty one is up there too. I don't think it's nothing's gonna change. But so, are you guys recording? What are you guys doing? Are you guys writing? Are you guys planning on an album? Of course, we don't know when we're gonna hit the stage. Some say later this fall. Some say next year. God knows. But what are you guys doing right now, as we speak? And it's such a great time to be an artist because there's so much thing that you could just look around and write about, especially with punk. You know, punk has always been that, that type of genre that you just bitch and complain about what's going on around the world, and it, it just works so great. Of course, man. Um, yes, it's like we were saying, you know, with the, with this pandemic, we don't really know when shows are coming back, or let alone know when venues are even willing to take on the, the responsibility of having people in the building and stuff. So um, this time is very... It's like the Wild West for a lot of artists right now because mm -hmm. we had this beautiful power of social media and TikTok blew up during quarantine mm -hmm. and pretty much everyone started delegating all their music to just online releases. So, um, you know, for us, we are just recording as much as we can and with careful planning and careful marketing and just the right decisions to film videos for which songs, you know, we're creating kind of this streamlined effect to where we can just release one song, you know, let everyone decide how they feel about it and just follow it up with even bigger and better songs and keep the ball rolling. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Again, Top Tire, you can follow them there on uh, on social media and check out their music. From Miami, Florida, beautiful, sunny, beautiful uh, weather that we got here. 
most of the year round because summer kind of sucks. We get a lot of rain. But and yeah, we get we're a, having one of those obscure uh, sixty degree weather days. It's yeah, it's been it, right now, and I'm stepping outside here, and it feels like fall. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty good lately. It's been pretty good lately. Let's, let's not jinx it. We still got to like about March, and we can enjoy all this stuff. But and if it drops down like five more degrees, we'll, I'll start bringing out my UGG boots and my mink coats and uh, have a party. Yeah, and then for for those tuning in that are not from Miami, Florida, people here in Miami exaggerate. When it's sixty degrees, people literally dress like they're in like a negative one degree. But that's just not the case. It's just how it works here. Maybe you guys could write about that one day. I think that'd be a pretty good song. Bro, let me tell you when we, when we did the video for uh, for uh, what do you call it, rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Like, I'll be the first to say the top tier boys are as Kendall as Miami and as we can get. We have like I don't think I can at least say I haven't seen snow myself. Uh-huh. The closest damn thing I've ever seen to snow is the the free the frost that's in the back of my freezer. <laughs> and brother, like when when we were thinking of ideas for that Christmas shoot. We said we're bringing snow to Miami. We're making it snow and, and top tier made it snow in Little Havana. <laughs> and the good snow, not the bad snow for those two. Again, we, we always get a bad rep. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you, I, I, I inhaled the, bro, whatever snow we used. It was probably made of fiberglass. Like, you know those mesothelioma commercials are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being diagnosed. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be hitting up my phone line any one of these days. <laughs> Yeah, because we got a bad rep with that, but we seem to be pretty clean nowadays. <laughs> Chris, man, thanks so much. Love to have you here again uh, when more stuff comes out and, and hopefully whenever the hell we get to hit the stage. And I look forward to all your stuff. Check out the music videos as well on YouTube. Follow them on uh, on Spotify, your famous streaming service. And uh, again, Chris, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it, man. And stay safe. Yeah, thank you, Roman. Uh, for the listeners, you can catch your music. Uh, our socials are at top tier FL. Uh, you can find us on any social media platform, top tier, T-O-P-T-I-E-R. And uh, we have a Vivo channel on YouTube to check out. So we look forward to meeting you guys. And uh, thank you for having me, Robin. Sweet, man. Again, follow them on social media and jams. Because that's, that's what we find ourselves doing. We can't go to concerts. And I, I find myself just putting on YouTube, putting it on a TV, and just getting a bottle of whiskey and just jam. I mean, that's what you could do nowadays. You can't really do much. Hell no, man. And, and, you know, if you're lucky, you stop, your favorite bands will be doing, like, a live session yeah. or something. But, yeah. dude, I miss shows. I I miss I miss busting my ass, lugging up cab, my cabinet up a pair of stairs, a case of stairs, and barely making it to sound check. But <laughs> well, we'll re- back there, man. rest up, man, and I'm sure you'll be hitting the stage very soon. Thanks again, Chris. <laughs> Once again, I invite everyone tuning in to uh, head on over to your favorite streaming service and uh, listen to Over It and Top Tire's other library of content or music, if you want to say the least. Well, uh, Thailand FC took place this weekend, and uh, the fight of the night, the Olivier Murad versus Mohamed Naimov, and what a fight that was. I I went in there thinking that that was going to be the fight of the night. I guess I was right in my end. Uh, Olivia Murad took the title. Uh, back and forth fight. No doubt in my mind that it was not going to, to, to be a, a quick one. And nonetheless, it went down to the 25 minutes back and forth. 
Oliver Murad wouldn't be surprised if he gets a, an opportunity at the Dana White's Contender Series. That's how good he is. He's a very fun fighter. Uh, so keep an eye on him. Or perhaps he'll be defending his title. But now, something controversial that appeared out of that night, and that is Danny Sabatello. Danny Sabatello is the bantamweight champion for Titan FC, but he also competed for the Contender Series. Now, what's controversial about Danny is he keeps on winning. Why is that controversial, you ask? Well, because he's a wrestler, and all his victories, for the most part, have come through decisions. He doesn't put anyone away. He doesn't submit many. He doesn't knock out many. But the guy wins. You can't take it away from him. Might not be the most exciting. Might not be the most thing that you want to see. But he wins. And after the fight, he really went on a rant and started calling people out about their opinion and their comment about his wrestling skills. And like he stated, this is mixed martial arts. So whether you like it or not, a win is a win. And he can't be dominant. And like he said, hey, if you think that I'm boring, then come beat me. Because no one has beat me as of today. Rightfully so. All the opponents that they put up uh, uh, in front of him, he has dominated. This guy is a, a Purdue wrestler, for goodness sake. Dominant. A dominant force. There's no doubt in my mind. And he has the knockout power. Loss, his only loss actually came to Irwin Rivera. Irvin Rivera had great uh, wrestling uh, takedown defense and just pretty much boxed him through, forced him to use his hands. And Irwin came out, came out on top. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Danny again in Titan FC, this time pairing him up against another, uh, perhaps, uh, a fighter who has a, a better takedown defense just to really test him and push him uh, to see uh, where he is at. But again, he does have the knockout power. We've seen it in, in, in previous fights. Um, let's see. If we put him up against someone, again, who has good takedown defense, force him to stand up and see another side of Danny Sabatello. Very exciting, very charismatic. I'd love to see the guy because on the mic, he's, he's, he's really something special. Speaking about on the mic, I'd like to uh, switch gears here and talk some pro wrestling. CM Punk took some questions and he was answered as far as who he would like if he had the opportunity. Uh, to wrestle in AEW. And some of the guys he mentioned was uh, Hobbs, Darby Allen, Pillman Jr., and Jungle Boy. You notice he didn't mention any of the big big names like the Moxleys or, or the Cody's or any of those guys. He really wants to uh, have an, give an opportunity to the young guys and really force them, or not force them, but push them to the next level. And, th and that's very nice of CM Punk. Would, do, do you think we'll ever get to see CM Punk in a wrestling ring after his stunt with uh, mixed martial arts, which did not go as well as, as, as we thought it was going to be, or as he thought it was going to be? Would you think we will see him inside a ring? And if we do, whether it be an AEW, will it be a WWE? Hell, will it be a New Japan or an Impact Wrestling? Because remember, AEW does have that... Uh, working relationship with AEW. Or sorry, Impact has that working relationship with AEW. Be interesting to see what holds the future 
but I would not mind seeing CM Punk return. Hell, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the in, in the world of uh, the WWE universe. How cool it would be to see maybe an AJ Styles versus a CM Punk, a match that happened many, many, many eons ago in the world of independent wrestling. Well, with that being said, thank you very much for tuning in on the program this week. And thank you very much to Top Tire. Listen to their music, the Miami Punk Band. You know, they're doing their best to put us on the map of punk. With that being said, enjoy the rest of the week. We'll catch you right here on the program uh, the following week. And again, if you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Cheers, everyone. Hey. 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 Hey.